Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm Charlotte. Boston has been quite beautiful lately. Temperatures Monday are expected to reach a high of 58 degrees with a slight chance of rain throughout the day. The rest of the week is looking similar with slight chances of rain as we move towards the end of the week. Now we'll move into the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On October 24th, five members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19. Three of them were students and two of them were employees. For the week of October 18th to October 24th, 0.23% of tested students were deemed positive for the coronavirus, with 0.06% of tested faculty and 0.15% of tested staff also receiving positive test results. On average, BU's lab took 17.6 hours to process each test. With Massachusetts cases spiking, BU's cases have remained steady throughout the past couple of days, looking at around five to eight positive cases. In total, 158 members of the BU community have tested positive this fall. 46 students are currently in isolation and 112 students have recovered from the disease. Allison Perogue is here now to report on the top campus headlines. The Community Service Center is offering free pumpkins and decorating kits to students. Students can pick up their kits today through Wednesday at Marsh Chapel. Participants must reserve their kits on Eventbrite and show their ticket at pickup. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Allison Prog for WTBU News. Joining us now is Alex Corey with information on the rise of Massachusetts COVID-19 cases. Public health officials in Massachusetts on Sunday reported 1,097 new cases of COVID-19, the second day in a row with more than 1,000 cases. The pandemic continues to see spikes across the nation and overseas. Until Saturday and Sunday, the state had not reported 1,000 new cases in a single day since May. New COVID-19 case counts in Massachusetts on both Thursday and Friday were in the 900s. At least 147,120 people have been affected in Massachusetts since the pandemic began, according to the State Department of Public Health. Officials also reported 24 new COVID-related deaths on Sunday, bringing the statewide death toll to 9,640. When including probable causes, that figure rises to 9,864. A total of 77 towns and cities across Massachusetts have been designated, quote, high risk for transmission of COVID-19. Reports of new cases have consistently been linked to gatherings and parties across the state, forcing schools to shift to online learning instead of the hybrid model and prompting officials to urge people in certain communities to be tested routinely. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Alex Corey for WTBU News. And now we'll head over to Dee Dee Hoyt for a story on officials and Vice President Mike Pence's circle. Officials in Vice President Mike Pence's circle on Sunday argued against the idea of dialing back in-person campaigning despite many aides close to the vice president testing positive for the coronavirus. President Trump's top aide said that the administration and country in general was, were not going to control the pandemic. Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said that the pandemic couldn't be contained because it was a contagious virus, just like the flu. This comes just over a week before the election and a few days after the U.S. broke its previous COVID case record since July. Pence and Trump held rallies in North Carolina and New Hampshire, respectively, to crowds of mostly unmasked attendees. 
Trump promised a red wave on November 3rd to his supporters. Trump and his aides attacked Biden for wanting to shut down the country because of the pandemic, although Biden has said he would only do so if top scientific officials required it. Meanwhile, Biden attended church and is expected to appear at a virtual Get Out the Vote concert. I'm Dee Dee Hoyt with WTBU News. Next, a story regarding White House aides testing positive for COVID-19 from Lily Kepler. Five White House aides, including Vice President Mike Pence's chief of staff, tested positive for the coronavirus this weekend in what seems to be another White House cluster of cases. The news comes just over a week before the presidential election and amid concerns of the Trump administration's ability to contain the virus as the country enters a third surge of cases. On Friday, the United States reported its greatest number of cases since the start of the pandemic. Pence tested negative for the virus on Sunday and is continuing to campaign in North Carolina, where he praised the administration's coronavirus response but did not mention his infected staffers. Current national polls project Biden up by 8.4% nationwide, according to 27 to win, as of October 25th. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Lily Kepner for WTBU News. Finally, an update from Varsha Subramanian about UN's international treaty. The UN announced on Sunday that an international treaty banning nuclear weapons has been ratified by 50 countries. The treaty will go into force in 90 days. Countries with nuclear power are not in support of the treaty. The United States strongly opposes it and wrote a letter to the signatories asking them to rescind their support. The signatories of the treaty include Vietnam, Mexico, South Africa, Bangladesh, Malaysia and more. Honduras was the 50th country to sign the treaty and make it official. The treaty says that ratified countries must not develop, test, possess or acquire any nuclear weapons or nuclear explosives. These countries must also abstain from the transfer or use of nuclear weapons. In Dubai, UAE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Varsha Subramanian, Megan Gregory, Alex Corey, Grace Ferguson, and Lily Kepner, I'm Charlotte Howard reporting from Boston, Massachusetts for WTBU News.